What's up? What's up, everybody? It is Zane Spirit. This is episode four of Living in Spirit. <laughs> Living in Spirit. All right. Um, December is almost over, y'all. It's crazy. Um, the amount of submissions for this podcast has been wild. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm in so much gratitude for each and every one of you who have listened to these podcasts up to this point. Um, I didn't come into this really expecting anything, but to be able to help, uh, maybe a few people, (laughs) as many people as I could, you know, for sure. My visions are definitely large, but, um, you know, I come in with no expectations because this is not something that, I profit from. This is not something that um, I'm doing for personal gain. This is just something I enjoy and something I want to create a platform for others for. Um, And just to be a voice of reason for some of you guys who are really going through some things and can't see the outside perspective. And I'm so honored and blessed that you guys uh, trust in me and trust in this platform that is provided to give some insight and provide wisdom or some understanding to your situation and just to be a sense of peace, maybe a a place to kick back, relax, (laughs) just enjoy the vibe, you know, like I'm I'm definitely here for that too. So whatever y'all trying to do, I'm here to kick it. I'm here to stay. And I'm so blessed and just glad that uh, that we vibe and we kick in fourth episode. Woo, woo. Hey, it feels very surreal. So let's get started with, so first of all, we have a few general questions. Um, so this is from a few of my followers. And if, by the way, guys, let me tell you how you can submit, <laughs> how you can submit, and then we'll get into that. Um, how you can submit is, uh, in the email title, subject title, you type in podcast submission, and then you email us at souldriveglobal at gmail.com, souldriveglobal at gmail.com. All right, so here, we'll go ahead and get into our first um, few topics here that I think they all really blend in together, um, which is how do I follow my spirit guides and how do I let go of ego control? So then we have another one, which is how do I trust my intuition and strengthen that? All right. So you can kind of see how those go hand in hand. And then um, another person also wants to know how to sit still and getting into meditation. All of those go really hand in hand. So I'm going to cover them here. And we're just going to start with um, what is necessary? What is needed to connect on a spiritual level? Um, I feel like a lot of people feel like there's rules and stipulations to this. Um, I'm the first person, maybe the first person to tell you that there's absolutely not. You don't have have to have a set list of things to connect with spirit. Okay, like we are all connected to spirit. We are all interconnected together. We're all a part of a collective. Energy is is what we exchange. Uh, We are energy. We are infinite. And we have a conscious, which is the soul. Then we have a spirit, which is the higher self. And that spirit is directly connected to source energy or our higher energies. Um, And then we're also connected to ancestors, which can also be ancestors, spirit guides, angels, any any type of um, creatures or earth spirits or anything. It could be fairies. I mean, a lot of people have different protectors. A lot of people have different lineages, different um, lifetimes here on this earth that all contribute to the type of uh, entities and energies that are surrounding them and supporting them. And also, uh, you know, just being a guide to them in a sense. So everybody can have Um, a mix of things. So trust what you see, trust what you feel. That's first and foremost, is you have to set the stage by believing in yourself. If you don't believe in your gut, if if you don't believe in those gut feelings, if you don't believe in your intuition, and if you walk into a place and get a headache, or if you're around somebody and don't feel good, or you start getting sick, like if you ignore those symptoms, if you're ignoring those uh, red flags, then that's on you. 
you know, but that's definitely first and foremost is listen to your intuition, have confidence in that, like trust that what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're feeling is all very valid. Um, my solar plexus is heating up right now. So I know that this is a message that you guys need. Um, be empowered, be empowered, like trust in what you're saying, what you're feeling. Um, I went through, I'm just going to tell you guys a little bit of a story. When I first got into my spiritual journey, um, I went back and forth with religion for a long time. And but I didn't grow up religious. It was something that was left up entirely to me to decide. And so I made that choice. I made it educated uh, and ex a choice based on experience. Right. So I tried out many different things. And um, when I hit like 20, all I knew is that I wasn't Christian. <laughs> I knew I wasn't Christian. Um, I felt very connected to Buddhism. Um, but really what, what I really resonated most with was a peaceful way of life and knowing that I manifested my life. But I really didn't understand that concept yet. I was just like, I'd, I understand that we have free will. Um, and I'm, I don't quite understand how karma works. You know, it was, it was a lot of questions. And so I'm telling you guys, I've been where you've been, ask me whatever you want to ask me. So that's first and foremost, but there, I've, I went through that stage where I was just like, I believe in the universe. That's about all I believe. I, I don't, God in the universe is simultaneous to me. That's just what it was. It was like, those things coincide together. There are no difference. There was no levels to this. <laughs> there was no like, I didn't, I wasn't interacting with ancestors yet. I was not interacting with anything. Um, but I was somewhat getting familiar with planetary energies. When I first started my journey, I was just like doing a little bit of self-healing with herbs and you know, trying to eat a little bit better. I wasn't vegan at that point or alkaline. I'm alkaline now. Um, but I was vegan for two years um, into my journey. But when I first started, I wasn't all of that. <laughs> you know, I, I've actually built myself into this lifestyle. Like I've, I've, in, I've integrated this lifestyle into a, as a part of who I am um, because it resonates with my energy. So that's what I really want to tell you guys is if something is resonating as you grow, new things are going to resonate with you. And then old things are going to not resonate with you anymore. That's just how it works. Like people fall off, situations fall off, job situations fall off because why you're not resonating with it anymore. It's time for you to grow. It's time for you to move forward. So I outgrew a lot of my habits. I outgrew a lot of my mindsets. It took time, you know? So when I first started, I didn't have this huge, I just didn't, I had a connection with the divine, obviously, but I really didn't know what it was. I didn't know what intuition was. I was just reading up on third eye, <laughs> third eye. I was reading up on chakras. Like I was like, okay, I believe that we're energy. So let me start there. So I started with energy. That's what I started with. And that's what made sense for me. Some people have to like, they're, they're transitioning out of, um, uh, out of a religion or they're transitioning out of, uh, Christianity or, you know, other types of work, you know, or, whatever your whatever stage you're at whatever place you're at spirituality is not a confined place and anybody who tells you that it is is lying to you and they are trying to they are trying to place a limitation on you because they feel limited within themselves that is the only reason you will find limitations or boundaries within spirituality. Now, with spirituality, I will say that there are words of the wise. <laughs> so there are methods to protect yourself. There are methods to do things. So I'm not saying that uh, the spiritual realm is without rules and regulations. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that your personal spiritual journey is not limited. And what it what resonates with you right now most likely will not resonate with you a year later. You're going to outgrow things. You're going to change. And it's okay to resonate with what you do right now. Um, but just don't expect that to be finite. 
don't expect that to be a solid place for you because growth is inevitable. And the more that the more open that we are to grow and learn, the more fluid are like just the more fluid our life is where we can just go with the flow and things happen naturally for us. We don't have to our life is not supposed to be harder. <clears throat> our society tells us that life is supposed to be hard. Excuse me, I'm going to drink my water. Drink your water, folks. But you don't have to you don't have to be what everybody expects spirituality to be. You don't have to be um, what the what the standard is. Explore things, see if it resonates with you, and go from there. And the best way to see if things resonate with you is to meditate on it, to make peace with your thoughts. Now, what, what that means, and this is the only method that has worked for me personally, and this method has worked for a lot of other people that I have mentored as well. Um, and I'm going to give you guys like the, the basically the tip on how I meditate, on how I was able to break through my thoughts, because I noticed that I would be thinking so much through meditation. I have one of those brains that doesn't slow. So I had to make peace some kind of way, right? I had to get to the bottom, to the root, to the silence, to to the darkness. I had to get to that place in order to figure out who I was. So I knew that. So going into that, I was having so I was struggling so much with trying to get to that place. And that's also how you can meet your guide. So that's going to go hand in hand. Like I said, these questions go hand in hand. Um, but in meditation, number one, you're going to get comfortable. You're going to start focusing on your breathing, right? <laughs> if you notice, if you're if you're focusing on your breathing and your mind starts to drift right? So if I'm in meditation and I'm thinking about, oh, what am I going to wear tomorrow? Or, oh my God, I got to get up at 5 a.m. You know, like this is when I first started meditating. I was working a nine to five, right? So I'm like, oh my God, I got to get up early. Like I just couldn't focus. I had a lot going on in my life. And what I would do, this is how I could, I could do it. I said, okay, if I need to make peace with myself, then that, me that means I need to make peace with my thoughts, my thought process, my thought patterns, those are things that I have to approach as an energy, right? Like the things that have, that I have adapted over time has been, has become a part of my energy. So if I think of my thoughts as an energy, if you think of your thoughts like children, right? A child, they need attention for the moment. But once you, once you address it for the moment, and make peace within yourself and know that you're eventually going to address that thought when the time comes, then that thought no longer becomes a worry for you. It no longer becomes something that you need to address again. So if you guys catch my drift here, what I'm saying is, let me say it blatantly. So if I'm thinking about something else, I'm going to address my thought. I'm going to say, thank you for coming. I know that may sound a little strange for some people, but I may say, I'm going to say, thank you for appearing. I will address you when the time comes. And so I'm going to thank my thought for coming to me, for me to address it. And then I'm going to be reassured that I'm going to address it when that time comes, that it's time for me to um, you know, to work with that, that energy. So once I work through that, I'm going to go through each and every one of my thoughts. I'm going to go back to my breathing. If I keep straying, I'm going to keep doing that. Now you're going to notice that, that that takes a lot of energy. <laughs> that takes a lot of energy. So it took me about three months of doing that to get to a place. Now I hope it doesn't take that long for everybody. Some people, it takes a lot. It doesn't take that long at all. It's an instant connection. Um, but it took me three months to quiet my mind, to learn how to quiet my mind and learning how to quiet my mind was the greatest tool that I have. Even today, learning to quiet my mind has been the greatest tool for me. And it truly is the root because once you can quiet your mind, once, you, once you guys get into meditation, you're going to get to a quiet place and then you're going to hear your voice but it's not going to sound like your thoughts. It's going to sound like a more educated version of yourself. That is your higher self. Your higher self is going to come to you 
in in a in a more educated ver it's gonna sound I'm saying more educated, but you can tell the difference in the wisdom is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you're going to hear a voice that's your voice, but it's going to be able to provide you with wisdom. That's when you can address your spirit guides. You can address your higher self. Your higher self is a direct connection to your spirit guides and your ancestors. So ask your higher self to lead you to introducing you to a spirit guide or an ancestor or ask your higher self questions that you want to know about. If you're contemplating something very heavily in your life, that would be the time to, um, you know, most of the time your spirit's going to tell you what you need to know anyway. You won't even have to uh, ask questions. I always say ask questions later, like first listen. Your spirit will show you visions and take you places and you will start to have a different experience in meditation that starts, that's your intuition, that's your higher self, that's you gaining the wisdom and those downloads that you need in order to succeed and to work through the things that you're working through right now. That's how powerful meditation is. A lot of people don't realize that's the power of meditation. If you're not getting to that point, you need to try a different method and you probably need to meditate a little bit longer, like increase your increments over time. So don't just jump into a 30 minute meditation if you're not used to meditating, you know, like jump into a 10 minute and then, you know, the next few days work, work your way up. And the more, the longer you go in it, the more, the more information you're going to be able to perceive. So that's the power in that. So whenever I need to contemplate something, whenever I need to talk with my ancestors or my spirit guides, I'm going to get into meditative state. And now it's it's so easy for me to get into meditative state because I do it so often. So because I'm I'm able to tap in a little bit easier, it's not as much of an issue working through my thoughts. Plus, when you live more mindfully, you have less lingering thoughts at the end of the day is what I've come to realize. Like the more I just live in a mindful place of being, which we've talked about in other podcasts. So go check out the other podcasts if you want to listen to me talk about mindfulness. Um, but when you live in a mindful place, a mindful state of being, it truly does limit these lingering thoughts that just are overpowering. Like you're not so worried about everything. You're not so, you're more peaceful in general. You're just more peaceful in general. And so work on being mindful, work on those meditations. Like that's also going to help you with ego control, uh, going into ego control. So your ego is the, the program for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about when we're talking about ego. Ego is the programming that we, anything that we have learned here on earth that is outside of divinity, that teaches us limitations of self, teaches us self-sabotage, teaches us, um, you know, the, the ways of society that are outside of unconditional love. Um, ego teaches to rush us. It, you know, provides us with impatience, all types of things. So, you can just go on forever about ego. I'm pretty sure you guys can connect the dots about what ego is and definitely look it up and get more familiar with what it is because it's the programming that we're trying to get out of, right? So our programming is what fuels our triggers. It's what fuels our hurt places. It's what fuels our bad habits and the things that are unhealthy for us, the, the unhealthy coping mechanisms. So we're not here to wage a war on our ego. There's a big thing on the internet about uh, ego versus soul, right? And I don't look at it from a competition perspective. That's your ego <laughs> telling you to think that it's competition. I'm not here to obliterate my demons, okay? I'm here to make peace with my demons and transmute that energy over to something positive. I'm confronting the deep parts of myself that make me uncomfortable and I face it head on. And at that place, I make peace with it. And I say that I love you because obviously I am uncomfortable with this because it wasn't loved through. If something is not healed in my life, it's because it needs love, right? So if you're facing an, un an uncomfortability within yourself, then you've got to face it with love. If you're facing it with hatred, then you're just promoting self-hatred. 
you're disassociating yourself with a part of who you are and and who you are soon to not be because once you make peace with it that's not going to bother you anymore you are uh, you are lifted from that from that shackle of of being tied down by that anger by that sadness by that resentment whatever it may be that you're holding on to those things you if you work through them they are no longer a factor <laughs> but everybody is in the business of of ignoring who they are and ignoring the things that bother them and and self sabotage everybody is in the business of of completely <sighs> everybody wants to uh everybody wants to say that they're in the business of healing but really know nothing about the internal workings of who they are everybody wants to say if you in the business of healing that you got to know that you're facing some difficult things you're crying it out you're writing it out you're asking yourself valid questions like why do i feel this way why do i feel this way who what whose action in like whose action do i equate to me feeling this way and why is the blame on them? And am I am I trying to hold on to this because I want to continue to hurt? A lot of the times our society teaches us that we we deserve to be sacrificed, that we deserve to hurt, that we deserve to take on other people's pain, and that we deserve to take on the responsibility of others. And that's not true. We have to get out of these old mindsets that are hindering us from being successful. You are the only person standing in your way right now, right here, today. You are the only person standing in your way. And so if you look at it from this perspective, you gotta, we got to stop blaming everything on everybody else and start looking within. Point, point the mirror at self. That's how you're going to get closer to your spirits. Your spirits are you and you are your spirits. So when you're working on yourself, you're working with your spirits. You're automatically going to get closer. The number one remedy to getting close to your spirit team is self-love. And not enough people know that. When you love on yourself, you're loving on your spirits. Of course, there's more to that. You can always devote more. But that's number one. When you're coming from a place where you feel broken, where you feel like you have no connection to spirit, where you don't know why things are going left and right and whatever that's when you need to devote yourself to self-love right then and there because the minute you do that everything's going to start falling into place when you start saying you want better for yourself your spirits automatically start saying yeah we we ready to get her right we ready to get him right we ready to get them right whatever that may be you know because if you keep talking negative about yourself, if you keep talking negative about your situations, if you keep claiming illness, if you keep claiming poverty, if you keep claiming all these things in your life, how are your spirits supposed to work in your favor? We have free will because we have the freedom to will whatever we want into our lives. But your spirits are not going to keep working in your favor when you're not even appreciative of what you have. And you're not even in tune with the fact that what you speak, you spell. When you speak, you spell whatever you are saying out loud or to yourself or in your thoughts, like whatever you're entertaining, that's what you are calling forth into your life. So be careful how you speak on yourself. Don't make jokes about yourself. Don't make, you know, like don't make it, don't shrug it off when you say mean things to you because your, your body is listening. The energy within you is listening. You're storing those negative emotions within yourself. And that causes illness. That causes sickness. It causes negative energy to be attracted into your life. So um, letting go of ego control, don't, you can't control nobody else. All you can do is be mindful. The, the best way to let go of ego control is just to be mindful. You're going to be a lot more mindful and just be mindful and loving towards you during this process. Because whenever you're removing old program from yourself, it can be painful. It can be painful going through making sense of these situations that uh, had a trickle effect. We start to realize how much of a trickle effect everything has. And 
Ooh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with sometimes, but you can take your time with it. Take it easy. Like a part of me just wants to sing that song, take it easy, you know, but I can't sing. So <laughs> we just, we just go like catch a vibe right there. Uh, insert vibe here. But, um, you know, like that's number one and strengthening your intuition, just listening to your body, listening to yourself, being mindful. That's when you're mindful, it's a lot easier to, uh, it's a lot easier to pinpoint uh, when your intuition is telling you something, it's easier to pinpoint wh what when your intuition is saying something to you or when you're hearing the spirit or when you're getting synchronicities. It's easier when you're when you're in the present moment. That's what mindfulness means. When you're in the present moment, you're able to decipher what's going on instead of just mind mindlessly walking around you're not catching the drift. You're not catching what the universe is sending at you. So of course you're not attracting good energy because you don't even see the good energy around you. You, you in the business of always asking and never seeing that you're constantly receiving. That's the problem. That's the problem right there. You know, but that really answers the questions about following the guys, letting go of ego control, meditation, and trusting in the intuition, strengthening. Of course, there are third eye. Um, working with the third eye chakra really does help your intuition. Um, I have, of course, products. If you guys need products for strengthening your intuition, I have a third eye cleanser, which helps to remove attachments in your third eye, realigns your third eye chakra, um, and provides clarity, understanding, wisdom, and psychic ability. And then I have the Awakening Perfume. So those are both under Keiichi's collection. Um, any of my products that you guys have questions on, hit me up. If you guys have questions about any of these things or what products to use or what methods to use, hit me up. I will gladly tell you how to use things or uh, methods that you can use. What I used to do, I would go into meditation and I would focus a purple light coming out of my third eye, like out of my brow chakra, and I would just see it and I would see it opening. And normally I would feel pressure in my third eye and I would continue this. I would just continuously do um you know, strengthening techniques like that, or I would listen to my intuition, or I would like close my eyes and ask my spirit something before I was about to do something. So I would listen to my spirit and watch the outcome, you know, and see, like, just kind of do, um, do a check, do a checkup, see how, how in tuned I was. So you guys can utilize the products I make, or you can just utilize this advice. Um, do some research on pineal gland cleansings, uh, stop the fluoride, stop taking fluoride toothpaste. Um, I mean, those little lifestyle changes, they'll help, you know, eating third eye chakra foods. All of those are different ways to strengthen um, intuition. So that's really answering all of those questions. We're about to get into the interpersonal questions in this next segment. So Thank you guys. <laughs> We're about to do a little uh, breaky break. <sighs> Thank you, Mother Ganja. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Everybody, go ahead and get out your smoke. Your drink, your water, your fresh squeezed juice, your dandelion tea, whatever you sipping on. Mm. Y'all, little story time while we... um. While we on break between these, uh, <laughs> between the, the questions. So my, I was doing this Yule log celebration with my grandmother and the energy on our land is so wild. Like we were going outside and we were burning a cedar Yule log 
And Yule is basically the winter solstice celebration where we celebrate um, the darkest, the longest nighttime coming into the new sun and um, just celebrating wisdom and, you know, the dark coming to light. If you know about Yule, you know what I'm talking about. So we'll talk about solstices another time. But with our Yule celebration, we were burning cedar and you can just tell that the spirits of the land were just joining around the fire, like the way the 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 smoke was going up in the air and we were walking around the fire and the smoke was literally following like oh it looked like it was whooshing us like it was cleansing us with its power it was so wild like it truly was a gem of an experience so it but you know when I look back at the beginning of my spiritual journey and I never would have thought that I would be where I'm at now so I, I will certainly say that this is a journey of surprises like this is a place of this is a place of <laughs> unlimited possibility really and it just makes you keep dreaming keep thinking keep imagining like creating the life that you want like I'm finally at a place that I was imagining for myself like three four years ago you know not exactly this place because I had no idea that I was going to be doing soul drive and you know, this, this type of podcast, like I was doing radio for an activism. <laughs> That's what I started out doing and thought that I was going to do that for the rest of my life, you know? So when you allow the universe to show you that, like, just allow things to come crashing and burning, let things fall. Because I went through a lot of of crashing and burning and wondering why my life was in flames. And it's because the divine was truly opening me up for something greater. And I had to realize that like, sometimes we be so resistant to the change that we need, you know, we need change. We need guidance, you know, and, and when things are exiting our lives, we, we just need to let it go. Let it exit, let it roll. That's what I like to say. Just let it roll. Let it ride. Break time is over, y'all. Let's go ahead and get it popping into these next questions. All right. So moving into this first uh, in-depth uh, situation of the evening, is uh, this is from Purple Goddess. She says, um, as you know, my family and I just moved out of the shelter and into our own apartment. Yet in the same week, I've been terminated from my job. I've been unhappy there for a while now, but that did not expect this. My question is, do I take this as a sign to, to focus more on my spiritual journey? I'm at a standstill right now and honestly a little afraid. Do I really put my focus into doing my own business now and writing? I have so many ideas and never really had the time to focus. I just feel lost and don't want to fall into darkness or depression. So Purple Goddess, number one, congratulations, because just as I was just saying in our break is like, we got to let things go. We got to let things fall where they may. And if you have, if you are already unhappy at that place, that's a good thing that it's that it's time for you to let it go. It's time for you to focus on definitely your spiritual journey, definitely your connection to self, definitely your own business and your writing. All these ideas that you have, start with one. Start with one that you're most passionate about, like sit into meditation, um, go into meditation and really focus on you know, what is going to be my best first move. Just ask the divine to show you a vision of what's next for you. Ask the divine to show you, like, sit out a glass of water by your bed and ask them to show you in your dreams what you need to be working on next. And, you know, just keep doing that every night until you start having a clear vision. Just go to bed with that intention. You know, if you're not getting a clear vision at first, just keep doing it. You know, the more you tap in and connect, the more your intention is there, the stronger it's going to be. Sometimes you just need repetition. Sometimes you need repetition to wake it up, wake the energy up, you know? <laughs> so it's most definitely, uh, most definitely time for you to move forward. I think that is really beautiful. And the best way to 
get out of anxiety or depression is to bring yourself into gratitude. So get yourself a really good routine every morning and every night where in the morning you're saging yourself, you're meditating before you even look at your phone. Even if it's just for five, 10 minutes, like just meditate for a few minutes, uh, get your mind right, say some positive affirmations, just be like, I am amazing. I am grounded. I am secure. I am, you know, connected. I am wealthy. Just say your affirmations, whatever affirmations you want to say, like um, making sure that you're just reinforcing that positivity into your atmosphere, into your sacred space. Make sure that you're creating a sacred space into your home and that you are focused, like take this as an opportunity to focus, you know, and just get an idea of where you want to go, map it out and go for it. The divine is definitely supporting you, supporting you in anything that is really calling to you and resonating with you, like go for it. So that is for Purple Goddess. Thank you for submitting, Purple Goddess. Absolutely loved your submission. Um, So this is from Anonymous. She said, so my current situation is involving my child's father. I feel like I'm somewhat stuck. I love him, but he moved out in November. Both of us are struggling with that. I want us to work it out if I if I if I can be transparent, but I don't want to continue putting energy into this if he's not fully committed. First and foremost, I feel a lot on your chest. I feel a lot on your heart. I feel a lot on just really you're stuck in a place because you want things to work because that's where you're comfortable. I feel a lot of comfortability in this situation. I feel a lot of comfortability. Um, just feeling that stuck feeling is because a part of you wants to move forward. But another part of you is really in that comfortable place of, I don't want to have to start over with anyone else. I don't want to have to go through the same things. You don't have to continue to give energy to a situation that is not serving you. You have a right to choose what you're allowing into your space. Now, you can chill on it and be like, look, I'm going to take my space and do me. I feel like the best solution here, if you're unsure, is just to go back to doing you. Just focus on you. Focus on your money. Focus on your health, on your self-care, digging into you. I say relationships are never top priority when it comes to, um, you know, if something is confusing, step away. First and foremost, step away so you can get a clear view of what it is. Like a lot of times we're in a situation we can't even read because we in it. <laughs> we in it, in it. We can't see what's really going on. So step away from the situation. And since he's already moved out, like don't obsess about it anymore. Don't think about it anymore. Just do you. And if it's not sitting right with you, then set some boundaries. Be like, look, I don't want to do this with you anymore. I personally would not want to continue. If if my partner's not putting in the same energy as me, or if we're not at that same place, I would not want to continue. But if I do still have love for this person, you also have to ask yourself, like, you can love somebody in a relationship, but what about the respect? What about the commitment? What Are you getting everything that you're looking for? And are you willing to be everything that you're looking for in a relationship? Those are uh, all really great questions to ask before even being committed to somebody or asking for commitment from somebody is knowing what you want and knowing which direction you want to go in. And if that person, if you are having a, a a candid talk with this person you need to first of all communicate that communicate your discomfort with this person and if he's like no i'm not at that place i don't want to be there with you right now then let it be that let it be that like let it be that and move on you know and whatever comes it comes but you have to, if you want love to open up in your life, you've got to open up space for that. So you have to cut off your, you have to deal with your feelings for him first. So if you still are holding on a lot of feelings for this man, then you got to work through those feelings before you get into anything new. So just know that you're going to have to work through your feelings regardless. So this is the time to do it. Work through those feelings, understand, hey, 
like what what was the good and the bad in our relationship what do i want to continue what energy am i looking to attract in my life is this it if it's not 100 what you're looking to attract into your life don't even think about bringing it into the new year don't even think about bringing it into to tomorrow hell <laughs> like don't bring it into nowhere okay like period you just don't um so that is for anonymous i hope that that was helpful for for you love as well um let me see so this next person let's see all right so this is anonymous she said my situation has been a situation for two years um and and I want full companionship. I want love. And I thought my ex and I had reunited, connected again after eight and nine years, but it's been a roller coaster since 4-8-2018. So a year and a half. It's been a year and a half. So three weeks ago, I decided to walk away. So she's been dealing with her ex for a year and a half thinking that they reconnected, yet not wanting to. So she walked away, didn't want to. At this moment, I refuse to call or text. I need her to reach out at this time and get me to fix it, to make to make me see that she wants me, considering that we're not talking because of her actions. Needless to say, I'm still waiting. I'm waiting for nothing. Do I need to permanently let her go, let us go, or is she waiting on me to contact her, or is this the end? Will I find love and when? I've been single for almost three years. I'm ready for the better part of me to share a life with. Things in my life are just going on. All right, so Anonymous, I'm going to call you a non-lovesick because you're not about to be lovesick no more. So, <laughs> all right, no more jokes. Um, but, okay. So, I completely understand where you're coming from. Because the reconnecting and trying to work on the reconnection, it takes time. And there's a point where you have to ask yourself, is this worth it anymore? And I think you're at that point. Um, and clearly if the partner is not reciprocating those feelings or doing things that are outside, like if, if they're doing things to violate your boundaries and your self-respect, then you already know this is not the person for you. This is not the person for you if they are willing to overstep their bound, overstep your boundaries of respecting you and being, um, considerate of you in the same way that you would be considerate of them. Now, of course, if you're not willing to be this level of considerate for somebody, then you can't ask for that in return. But I am letting you know that if something is going against your boundaries, like it's important that you realize that this person does not respect you in the way that you deserve to be respected. That is not love. Like you can love somebody and it not, and people can go in and out of love. People can go in and out of love and infatuation. People can go in and out of love and comfortability. You know, it all just depends on, on which place we're at. And I really feel like this was a rekindling to show you some of your triggers and to show you what you do and don't want. But this is not the relationship that you're going to end up with. Are you, going to, are you going to receive love? Absolutely. If you open up your heart to receive love, if you heal from your past relationships and you are secure within yourself, a partner who is, is secure within themselves is going to come to you. The issue here is that you're searching for your partner to be secure. You're searching for your partner to be committed and faithful and and to live by their word when in honesty, your partner is probably not even being honest with themselves. How are they going to be honest with you if they're not honest with them? Sometimes we're asking for too much from people that won't even do it for themselves. So how can we ask that from them? We can't ask people to do things that they're not capable of doing for even them. And we're not able to love them through that or show them any differently because that's not our job. That's not our job. Like the only thing we can do is, is love ourselves. And in turn, they will be able to see where they lack or where they don't love themselves or where they're not putting in the same type of effort. All you can do is be an example. So 
you you have to give up the idea that you're going to make this person love you. you. You have to give up the idea that if you do something, this person is going to love you because of that action or the, or or it's going to validate your feelings. You do not you deserve more than validation from other people. Most importantly, you deserve validation from yourself. You deserve to be validated in who you are from you because you are special, because you are magnificent, because you are an amazing partner, because you deserve love, because you are willing to love. You know, like all of those things are relevant. And when you see the value in yourself, when you see how precious that is, because not everybody in this world is ready. Not everybody in this world is healed. Obviously, you're not healed right now, but that doesn't mean that you won't be. I have faith that you will heal yourself from these situations, each and every one of you. I have faith that you will work through these emotions that you're feeling to get to the root of the problem, to see why you're asking for nourishment from somebody else, when clearly you are the whole piece of the pie. You are every bit of, of worthy of everything that you want and ask for, and you deserve to give that to yourself first and foremost, because you're worthy of that from other people. But if you're not giving it to yourselves, then you're not saying that I'm worthy. You're miscommunicating with the universe. If you don't respect yourself, you can't ask other people to respect you. That's that's a miscommunication with the universe. You can't be giving mixed signals with energy. Energy does not lie. Just because you speak something into existence, yeah, it's coming. But if you're doing all the opposite actions, you're counteracting that energy and all you're doing is delaying your blessings. You're delaying your 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 abundance you're delaying the good things the natural things that are supposed to just fall so easily into yourself into your lap like just bam 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 you're you're delaying that you're keeping that from from you you're the only one standing in your way at that point like we've mentioned earlier and so there's no need to wait for them to call move the fuck on move on like i'm not saying that to be rude but move on like you don't have to wait for nobody. When you are asking for common courtesy, common consideration, when you're asking for things that should just be given, and if you're asking for those things and they can't accommodate, then that's not the person for you. And it's no harm done. That just means that they don't have the space for you. They're not holding space for you. They're not waiting for you. They're not wanting you. And if they are, they're just trying to keep you convenient. You know, that's not love. People, but a lot of the times people don't even realize that they do that. A lot of the times people are so mindless in their relationships, constantly reliving their hurt, constantly reliving their pain, that they don't even realize how they're hurting other people in that exact way. So I wouldn't even hold it against them. I'd just be like, look, I'm ready to move on. I'm letting go. I'm I'm moving on. It's done with. It's over with. And I would be ready to just suck, like deal with my feelings on my own time. I would express myself to her and then I would move forward and I would work on me because you have to be able to fulfill you. You can fill your cup. And when you fill your cup with unconditional love, it's going to run it over. And everybody who comes in contact with you, they're going to feel all of your love running over. It's an it's an outpour of love. Nobody is is there allowed to drink from your cup. Nobody should drink from your cup. Everybody should be drinking from the from from the the sweet juice that overflows your cup. That's what people should be loving, like feeling when when they come up to your presence. They should feel an overpour of love coming from self first, and then once you love self, you know how to love other people. You know how to respect other people. You know how to uh, to be considerate or to, to speak how you feel. Like the truth does not scare you when you love yourself. So, so you're not afraid to speak the truth and you're not afraid to hear the truth. That's, that's the difference. So understand that hurt people are only going to keep continually hurting other people. And hurt people in a relationship is just going to continuously hurt, hurt each other more. So get out of these destructive relationships. If you see that you are not healed, then do not be in a relationship right now. Be in a relationship with yourself. That is your first commitment, first and foremost. Um, but, and, and I wanted to touch on something else too. Miss uh, Lovesick Anonymous, 
I wanted to touch on the fact that you said you have been single for almost three years, but there's a there's an important factor that I think we should all take into consideration is that when we hold a spot for somebody in our heart, we are not single. We are not open to receiving love from anyone else. You may be single in the fact that nobody that, that nobody has claimed you or that you're not claiming anybody. But the fact that you were working on that companionship with your ex, the fact that you held that place in your heart for her is is an indication that you were not ready to receive love from anyone else. So the fact that you that nothing else was working out between you and anyone else is a clear indication that you were just full of dealing with a situation that you hadn't dealt with yet or dealing with a situation that you haven't come to terms with yet. So always take that into consideration that you're going to get whatever outcome that you're ready. Like if you are opening up space for love, if you, if nobody is heavy on your heart, <laughs> then you're going to open up space for somebody to love you and to come in so that you can also love them. You have to be willing to love them as well. So if your heart is set on somebody else, what's the point of somebody else coming into your world? So you can be conflicted later. What if that person that you first loved wants you later? Then you got somebody else completely involved in your triangle. That's not fair. Sometimes the divine be trying to save us <laughs> from dealing with situations that are not in our highest good. You know, so that's just, again, being more mindful of how our actions and feelings all have consequences how everything has a reaction, how we're, we all have to be held accountable for the type of energy that we create, you know, so be accountable for your actions. I think that that's so important. Before we end this episode, I just want to thank you guys so much for submitting your situations, for being a part of this podcast and just for listening. Um, and then if you want to get advice on your situations in one of our future episodes, uh, please email us at soul. S-O-U-L, drive, D-R-I-V-E, global, G-L-O-B-A-L, at gmail.com, and check out our website, souldriveglobal.com. I have our new ancestor collections creations. They will be on uh, the website on New Year's Eve, so <laughs> y'all be looking out for all new products on the site. Uh, you can book me for a psychic intuitive reading uh, or a session, whatever you need, book me on the site and uh, go ahead and get the 2020 calendar booked up because next year is going to be wild. Um, I love you guys. The divine loves you. And this has been a, another week of living in spirit.